We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Going to get to this Mike Giardi intel here in a second, which I think is coming from the Mac camp and might endorse your whole Doug Kyad report or, you know, the Doug Kyad report, which you've been uh, trumpeting all morning. Sorry, which is I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm, I, I question things I don't believe and I endorse things I do. It's this wild thing. You would love Doug Kyad. It's been well established over many years of radio. Okay, now just want to point out tomorrow, pretty good football, triple header here on WEI. We have WEI football Sunday, 10 to 1. We have play-by-play of Indy at Tennessee and Kansas City at San Francisco, the two big games of the day as far as I'm concerned, and then Pittsburgh at Miami at night. So three, bang, bang, bang. Good football on the air here at WEI tomorrow. Triple header. BC Wake Forest at three today right after Fitzy and Hart, and Okie State, Texas over on the AM. So it's a football weekend. Patriots don't play until Monday, but you got some football. And then Pats Bears will have uh, the Mutt Man leading you right up until the kickoff and six rings postgame afterwards. Now, the Doug Kyad report was that According to his sourcing, Mac wishes they were more conservative when he was in there. Mac would, quote, welcome a split between the aggressive offensive play calling that he had with Patricia and the Mm -hmm. conservative play calling he's saying Bailey has had the privilege of having. Okay, so Giardi, a couple days ago, I missed this, had this whole breakdown of exactly that, how the Patriots have been more cautious under Zappi's watch. And he writes, the Patriots have used seven or more blockers on 14% of dropbacks in the last two weeks versus less than 4% when Mack was in there. And spreading defenses out is not something that's happening nearly as much on Zappi's watch either. The Pats have used five blockers on 52% of pass plays for the rookie, while the number was 81% for Jones. So it's clear they're being careful on how much they expose Zappi, something they were not as worried about as much with Mack, though maybe they should have been. But isn't that a weird way of Mac to complain that, that they put too much on his plate? Wouldn't that be a compliment to him? But he's saying they hung me out to dry, basically. This is why I got hurt. You, you screwed me. You put me in harm's way. So if this is all true, right, and this actually gives me more sort of background understanding of Bolin, where he's sort of sitting there like, hey, I don't have any scoops. Like, everybody else is talking about things that I've sort of felt, so I'm just going to stick to my intuition and I'm going to go with this and say that he's a Tony private school tennis brat who's got an attitude problem. The issue is is that he created a false narrative about a text about something that he never really got. Well, yeah, but I mean, it is it, it, this set, if you had to predict now whether Mac would be here for a second contract, wouldn't you say unlikely or I, like murky can, at best? Can if you listen to me, I'm usually right. 
the second he trademarked his name, I said, this isn't going to be a guy that you're... How many ads it's do already you hear started today? Year two. It's year two, and there's already a rift between Belichick and Mac. But it's that's why, on both sides, not just saying Tom, that's why Bill and Tom together are such an anomaly for 20 years. Look at the Lakers. Kobe Bryant, by the way, the Redeem team on Netflix, excellent. Like I've always had a bad feeling about Kobe for off-the-court stuff, but you can't help but just admire him as a competitor surrounded by these other alpha men like LeBron and uh, Wade and these guys on that uh, national team with Coach K. Coach K also looks pretty good. It's very bizarre for me, but good good documentary on Netflix. But Le- but Co- Kobe and Shaq lasted, what, five years? Mm-hmm. Kobe, to get these guys that are both these just incredible A-level of A-level personalities to coexist and succeed is so rare. And so Mac, who's nowhere near Brady or Bill, is a guy that comes in, though, winning a national championship, going undefeated with Alabama, and he enters the NFL, has a good year. Year two, he's already feeling himself a little bit here. And that's just... And it sounds like Volan sourcing was bad, but he's right, Florio's right, Breer's right. Bill was trying to send the message and knock him down a pig. But this is not, I don't think this is the reaction Bill was anticipating, which is his side coming out and openly sharing their disdain about the play calling and the the protection that their guy was getting. Right. It's already gotten interesting. And I I trust Giardi. You can say what you want about Kaya. Giardi's pretty plugged in. He's covered the team forever. He's with the NFL Network now. I don't think he would just make things up. Well, no, these are just facts. These are stats. But But, I'm sure somebody said, hey, take a look at these stats. Right. It's the same reason, Ken. I don't think that Doug Kaya, I think he can read a contract. But I don't think he sat there and go, oh, let me look and see if there's been more than 60% of the contract (laughs) already paid out. Yeah. But then the fans, as you pointed out, the poll, people that have the Zappy fans, that's not Intel or Media Spin or anything. That's just Patriots fans in their in their pajamas, their hoodies. They just are enjoying the Zappy experience. Well, and when you're losing at home to the Ravens, doing the gritty or whatever the hell it's called. I like called, the gritty. Oh, it's, my I God, what a good. horrible look. Why is that a horrible look? You're losing the game at home. Who are you dancing like that? What have you done? Who are you? He was the best rookie in football last year. Ooh, wow. Pro get, Bowl. Get him, get him to Canton. Let's go to your buddy, Angry Principal Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning. First of all, congratulations, Ken, because under your uh, great leadership, I believe uh, that's the first Marconi brought to the station. Is that correct? <laughs> well, I deserve none of the credit. In fact, Curtis did a lot of work uh, putting you the deserve uh, all the it's, your le- it's all your leadership. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you saying that. But no, congrats to Greg Hill. Great job, Ken. Yes. No, Greg deserves it. So, so anyways, Curtis, I, I have to go after you this morning. I, I love you. No, you're deranged, Dave. Talk. You're like psychotic I on cannot. social media. What is going on with you? Because <laughs> you won't, because you won't take my calls and let me talk. I don't you take the calls. Talk, and I censor Dave. Would you let the guy talk? Like, don't you have I a know, classroom to run or like lunchbox Saturday? No, he's doing he's it during the week. To... Again, let him no, talk. He... I know he won't let me talk. That's uh, the problem. Get to the so point. I, love him. I, I, I can't wait to co-host with you at the five k jingle all the way. I have my. My driver, Farnsworth Bentley, my sidekick Gaff, voted most reliable in eighth grade. He's going to be driving me up there, so I can't wait to co-host. Okay, so you and I point. can have some ba- some back and forth. So here's the deal. You are, you may be, your take the other day, I believe it was Friday, you may be the most fraudulent flip-flopper I know. So you're telling me, after you jumped on the zappy train, and you talked to us about the ratings, and it just looks better, and the stats, and everything you wanted to throw out, you're telling me all of a sudden you flip flop and say you're back on Max train because 
of a, a fraudulent uh, take that he was a tennis whatever, a tennis snob? No, I said I mean, that I... Explain yourself. How, Dave, Dave, first of ahead. all, a flip-flop is not a pejorative. If you have an opinion and new information arises, I hope you don't teach your students they should stick with an opinion even when it's proven wrong. I Your sat there and I said, "It had nothing to do with that take." Of course, Your it does. Had nothing to do with Dave, that take. you just said that I can talk. Can I answer your question? You must run a horrible middle school. So the situation oh, here, a great one. yeah. So I don't know what they pay you, but it's way too much because you have far too much time on your hands. But the situation here is very simple. I felt that Mac got a bad rap last week with Ben Volan's reporting, and he became a sympathetic figure in my eyes. It changed nothing about the performance on the field. It was simply that I felt that Ben Volan and others had taken pot shots at a guy that didn't deserve them, and that I said to Greg, I understand your point of view here, because it feels like it's just been everybody gang up on Mac who hasn't been on the field. I still believe... Well, Greg's point of view... I still okay, believe sorry, that Bailey Zappi, should, if I were Bill Belichick, and I am not, and they should thank me that, they, that I'm not, but if I were him, I would start Zappi on Monday night. I would keep playing him until the wheels came off. That would be my approach. Okay. All right, then listen, I apologize. I didn't hear you say that. I, You know, Greg Greg wasn't defending uh, uh, Mac because of he, he's getting some, some bad things said about him. Greg was defending Mac because Mac was the better player. Well, and Greg said yesterday, was, I believe the exact quote, was the better. I believe the Greg's exact quote was, where does Mac go to get his reputation back, citing the old quote from uh, politics of years ago. All That's right, what, so I guess, I guess where, where do I go to get my reputation back? Because you continue to say these fraudulent things that I'm not doing my job. I try to explain, <laughs> and every point. time you, you say it, Dave all over the yeah, radio. You know what? If Thank I were the you. superintendent Thank of schools, you. I would Eight replace you with Bailey Zappi tomorrow morning. You, I worked a 16-and-a-half-hour day yesterday. Oh, I, my, the kids come in at 8. I, I'm in at Dave, you're not losing your job. Day. Nobody knows where you teach. Relax. Great job, Dave. Well, I appreciate you. I let you talk. By the way, correct the record yet again, the Gritty Dance Celebration, a three-yard Mac touchdown run, put the Patriots ahead in the game 10-7 to at that point. <laughs> so a total lie. Who's smearing Mac now? My copious notes correct the record yet again. On this show, Ken, what what is with you? Lately? Well, I'm just saying you were mad. You said the gritty dance was a was a bad moment because if they were Tom losing Brady the game. Did a gritty dance? You would basically convulse in anger. It is God, so laughable. We, people rip Mac for not showing personality. He shows a little bit of personality, yeah, and then I, all of a sudden, I, it's like I, I would say, oh, don't show it. Well, I liked it. I've never ripped Mac for not showing personality. What are well, you talking? Many people about? have. Let's go to Bob and Andover. Hi, Good Bob. one. Is that the same guy that Bolin texted with? Many people. Hello, Bob. Bob. Hey, guys. There you are. Thanks for my call. Yep. I get a little problem with, you know, it just, it's all a bunch of bull crap, and I'm sure you guys agree with it, but Matt, Matt Jones is the better quarterback. Correct. And I agree with everything you guys are saying. You know, I, he, they should keep him out until the bye. Just to make but sure he's healthy. I think all of this all this new stuff, and you guys have all talked about it. I listen to you guys every day. I drive 400 miles a day. Holy cow. I listen to you guys I listen to you guys all day. And you know what? The one thing I have to say, Wiggy hates Mac. Yep. He hates Mac. He hates Mac. Biased. You know what I mean? So you could bring in Tom Brady back, and he's still, you know, whatever. He, he still sucks. hates Mac. I think he hates Brady. Yeah, okay, uh, thanks, Bob. Yeah, Thank I you, don't Bob. know. I mean, Safe the, travels. I love the fact that you listen every day, 400 miles, my lord. That's a lot. So uh, good on you. I do not um, 
the situation here is the truth lies somewhere in the middle, but there is clearly a frustration from Max's side through many different people, through many different outlets. He's not the ticket guy at Gillette Stadium that he has felt that there has been more of a support system built around Zappi to ensure his success that was not evident for Max's first three games this season. Mm-hmm. If everything goes the way it should, then Bill will work with Mac and create a system where Mac, a better player, we all agree, than Bailey Zappi, will have more success in the newfound cohesion on the offensive line with the better placement of receivers, with the more understanding from Judge and Patricia. All of that should come to fruition. The issue is that I don't know. Bill is not too proud. <laughs> We've seen examples in the past, you would agree, where he will do things that hurt the immediate efficacy of his game and his and his plan, but long-term, he believes, makes a point. And so whether it was Butler, whether it was um, – there was when we were having the – oh, Kendrick Bourne not playing, obviously on a much different scale, but – he will do things within a game plan to make a point, and he won't. He will be so stubborn. He'll he will lose the Super Bowl over it. So if he <laughs> yeah, does that, he yeah. can do anything. He so can do anything. That's what concerns me. Is if you were uh, you and I read those comments either through Kayet or the reporting of, of Giardi regarding the protection, how do you think he receives it? Yeah, but if Matt comes back Monday and plays well, and they win, and he gets back on a roll, and Bill feels like he's made his point, it's salvageable. It's not beyond salvation. I think Matt will be back and happy again. He'll be the starter. But now there's always going to be that little doubt in the back of his mind. Zappy's there waiting, which I think Bill likes, right? He likes it. But it's if I if I were to ever have an opportunity to sit down over a uh, you know a couple uh, pieces of chocolate with Bill Belichick, I would say why is it so important for everybody around you to have competition, but for you to empty anybody on your staff or the organization that is any threat to you? Doesn't that isn't that what uh, you know? Despot Patricia's a threat now. Patricia is. No, but that's <laughs> the point. Isn't that interesting? That everybody needs to take a pay cut, but Bill's the highest paid coach in professional sports. Everybody needs competition, but nobody can compete with uh, the Bill. The big boss. Is, is, the only one big Ken, boss. Ken, do you think that that is fraudulent? <clears throat> no. I mean, he's the he's the big boss. Well, he's not. Kraft owns the team. Mm, yeah, but Kraft has believed it. Kraft has given Bill the dictatorship. He has said, I take you over Brady, therefore he's got all the power. But Kraft this year, we've been talking about Kraft openly yeah, questioning him. a little bit. But really, he hasn't, not to the point of... Yeah, if I were on the team, that would bother me. I would say, you want me to take a pay cut, you make the most money. You want everybody to have competition, but you've made it clear that nobody on the staff can be of any threat to you. All right, 617-779-7937. By the way, that caller said offhandedly, Max the better quarterback, and I agree, but many on the text line don't. You get people saying, in what world is Zappi you know, not as good of a quarterback as Max? So there is some debate over that as well. We can keep that going. Bradfoe also going to join us at noon. He's got audio from Schwarbs at the All-Star game. Nooner. Schwarber, another home run yesterday, another Schwarbomb. Phillies, Dombrowski, Schwarber up 2-1 in the series. Looks like they may be headed to the World Series. Major gaffe by your Red Sox. And Bradford will tell you once and for all what happened, why the Red Sox didn't bring Schwarber back. But here's Nick Lepano, what's trending. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Ready to go? Yeah, I think it feels pretty good. Um, just trying to work through all the stuff, you know, being able to play in an NFL football game. And, right. Um, want to be able to go out there and help the team, and um, you know, once I'm there, I'm there. So I'm definitely making progress, and uh, we've done a good job with the treatment. There's my guy. There's Mac. He's back Monday. Ninety percent healthy, good enough. That means you're ready to start an NFL game, well, Curtis. He's not your guy. There. You want Brady to replace him? You said that last week. Well, Brady's a better quarterback, and if he would consider coming back and not be a dink, yes, I would. I would definitely. Well, it sounds like somebody's back. being a dink in year two, and depends on what he wants for a contract. But that's for right. the offseason. The cap is a real problem right now. I am behind Bill's decision. It sounds he's not made it official, but would you say all signs are pointing to Mac's going to start? You've Monday. been ripping Bill. You said Bill's handled this wrong. He's created a controversy. I question that, but I think he he's going to go back to Mac Monday, and I like that. As long as he's on a short leash, you can't lose this game. First pick or sign of trouble, I would put the Zapster back in. I can tell you without equivocation that there is no chance that there is a short leash to the point where there's one interception from Mac Jones, which are pretty common. I don't know, two touchdowns, five picks this year, uh, that he's immediately out of the game. But no if he's, shot. But if he's looking like he's not moving or can't defend himself or he's just not right, then it's not you go physical. to Zappy and you use the injury. It, could, it was supposed to be a four- to six-week injury. What are you talking about? He's 90% according to himself. Okay, but you know maybe that ten percent matters Monday. I've been a ninety percent since I was seven. 
Text line 37937. 978-TEXTER. Curtis is officially old, complaining about the things young bucks are doing, like the gritty, which is the new thing. Great point. Okay. When was the last time you saw Patrick Mahomes do the gritty in the end zone? 617 texture. Why is nobody talking about the fact that while Mac Jones is on the short side of his injury, don't come back, don't play him yet, let him get fully healthy an extra week, especially with Zappy playing well. Not worth the risk of making him re-injure himself. You know what's a good touchdown celebration? The Macarena. What, what do you think about that? Do you think they should just like give Mac an extra week, get him back to 100? No. there's no. If, if Mac is ready to play to a point, he should play. The, the way this whole situation has gone, they're, they're past that point because of the way they've discussed this publicly. If Zappi plays, it's no longer that he's just healthier than Mac. Mac has done everything he can to ruin that narrative because he knows that if Bailey plays Monday night and they beat the Bears, it's three straight wins. Cool. They're not going to change that going into a divisional game against the Jets. That's why you've had that full court press. He this knows week. he needs to get back from yes. the home game. Yes, he needs to play in this game because <clears throat> if you don't play in this game, the odds are. If, it's not only that they'll win three straight. The odds are they'll win three by ten or more points. Jets, by the way, could be five and two. But they have they a tough game. They play Denver week. tomorrow. Oh, Denver. Yeesh. It's in Denver, but still. Uh, man, what a weird... Boy, were you so wrong about Russell Wilson? God, you and Shine were totally wrong. You didn't think he was a good quarterback? Nope. Thought he was. I, we talked last year about he looked, doesn't look the same. Hand injury, everything else. He's on the well, decline. Nice. Wouldn't sign this guy for the money he wants. Right again, Larry. <laughs> Yeah, right. it's going to be five and two Jets, uh, and the said, Dolphins you are going to be Cam four. Newton was better than Brady. How's that working out? I did not say that. Yes, I said he he, they should sign him. <laughs> sign him and the, dra- and the free agent class they did, which is looking better by the day, by the way. John U. Smith, great sign. And, and by the way, there's a lot of, uh, or two people, it was probably angry Principal Dave's two friends <laughs> yeah, complaining. A lot of educators weighing in. Uh, my wife is a teacher. I love teachers. Jess is never at school in a Twitch chat screaming at the producer of the show for four <laughs> hours. I respect teachers. I do not respect principals who don't do their job. Thank you. Let's go to the south end. Talk to Jack. Hi, Jack. Hey, good morning. You guys kill me. Uh, yeah, first of all, real quick, I, I thought um, Kenny Curtis got robbed at the Macaroni Awards. Thank I you. I thought so, too. Yep. Good point. Guys suck to one weekend show. I mean, we, we know the Academy has an agenda, so, I mean, it's not surprising. Yep. But, they love fat old um, men. Oh, I'm just <laughs> me. I should have won. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I, I wanted to say, I guess I was calling kind of about the bucks. Uh, I'll just go with that. So I, I was wondering what you two thought of this. So I've seen a lot. This is just based on com. I followed the bucks for a while. I was actually born in Tampa. So kind of even before Brady a little bit. Um, but the fans there seem to really want Bruce Arians back. Really? I mean, say what you want about him, but he threw the football and that's kind of the main issue with the bucks offense. It's not Brady's play. Yeah. Injuries are obviously concerned. Um, but I mean, they keep running the ball in first and 10 and then it's second and 10. I mean, you can't work with as much in that case. So I just think the issue, I mean, Todd Bowles is a great, uh, defensive mind for sure, but they might want Bruce back, honestly. But don't you think Jack, that they're doing what Brady wants? Bowles is just doing what Brady wants there. I mean, it's, that would surprise me somewhat given, I mean, last year, Brady, in my opinion, should have won MVP. Because he basically, the team won that many games because he was throwing the football around. It was a very deeply flawed team. But he basically put them on his back. And obviously great receivers and stuff too. But they had defensive issues, et cetera. Um, and I thought that was how they, went, they won games. A lot of the issues they had this year were also sort of the case, maybe to a lesser extent, last year. 
So I, I, that would surprise me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, because the running the football thing on first and ten is just they do it every time, and I, it drives me crazy because they keep, they keep getting – yeah. Anyway, I, I wish I could go. talk about this, like, because the game hasn't been on, so I've seen – like, I watch Red Zone, so I'll see them in the Red Zone. It seems relatively frequently they get – You didn't listen to Pittsburgh Radio last week like uh, our man – I did not. I had. Uh, I was picking up uh, something. I was probably, you know, cleaning poop, doing something fun. But the um, this when I see them in the red zone, it's almost always they're at the twenty yard line. It's third and two, and they Brady drops back. He's under pressure, and he just immediately. You know the Giants Super Bowls where whether it was Humanura or Strahan, they go up the middle, and Brady's just not himself. If you get pressure up the middle against Tom Brady without blitzing. You always beat him. It's always been the one thing that he can't get around. And right now it feels like he's seeing ghosts because he's not as quick. He doesn't trust himself the way he used to. And there's a pressure on almost every play. And even if there isn't pressure, he feels pressure. That's The greatest skill that Brady ever had was pocket presence and ability to escape, make a throw, quickly reading a defense. Right now he doesn't have that ability because he's lost his center, which was the biggest injury, Ryan Jensen. I don't know when he'll be back. Their guard retired. Their left tackle's been out. I mean, it's been a total dumpster fire on the line. And Brady's been able in the past to work around that, but he hasn't been able to this season. And I think a lot of it is on him because he hasn't been as invested. And I think that it has been, um, in what I can tell, they just have no cohesion whatsoever. There's very, Why isn't he as invested? Just because of the off-field drama? Uh, it just doesn't look like the, the, the Friday night thing with, with Tom. It's The reason it's a story is because... Tom was just, he's hes the one thing that made him who he is, he's forgotten about. And that was that he's there earliest. He's there the longest. That Remember the, no days off. the week that led into the... Maybe, um, maybe he needed Bill for that. Maybe, the, maybe he's missing Belichick. He's not. He's 5-1 in the playoffs without <clears throat> Bill. Bill's 0-1 and is mediocre 500 over three years. He had a great defense to win that. They won. They put up 31 points in the Super Bowl. Um, the... Uh, but the, the week leading into the Super Bowl, do you remember that he kicked Giselle and the kids out of the house? Remember? And there was, like, he was alone, texting the team every day, calling everybody on the team with, like, what they're going to do. That's why they won that Super Bowl. That person, I don't know if this will, you know, I don't know what's going on. Obviously, he's accomplished more than I ever will in his entire life in, in one second. But uh, that is what I see from afar. But I can't speak to those games very well because I've only seen the Cowboys game full, the Cowboys and the uh, Packers games. You mentioned the red zone in there somewhere, back to the Patriots. Best sign for last week with the offense, no matter who's a quarterback. They finally freaking scored in the red zone. That passed the Taekwon Thornton. Oh. Third and goal at the two. They don't get it in there. But finally, they get the job done. Yep. Maybe Thornton's going to be a big, Well, they big had a red zone score, but it was taken out because of the penalty with Hunter Henry in the first quarter of that game. Yeah. I mean, I know you can't count it because of a penalty, but... Um, the yeah. way he stepped out of bounds? There was, I don't know what it was. Anyway, either way. Where he was pushed out of bounds pushed and instead he stepped out of bounds? Right. Um, the... Uh, what was I saying? Oh, anyway, the the Patriots overall, if you had just watched the last two games full, not the Packers game, remove that, but the last two games full and you watched the first two games of the season, you would think there are entirely different teams. The defense against the Dolphins wasn't very good. That touchdown to Waddle at the end of the half was an abysmal, I mean, disgusting play that you, you never see. But maybe the Dolphins' offense is legit when two is in there. I mean, but no, but, but that the, the tackle at the end of the first half. I mean, it was it was the most pathetic tackling. Waddle's pretty good. Ken, watch the replay. Anybody would tackle Waddle in that situation. They had two guys converging on him and they tackled each other. Yeah, they got split. Yeah, it was bad play. Okay, I'm telling you, why do you fight but, everything? That no, but I'm horrible... just saying, Miami's offense, when when they've got Waddle and Tyreek and Tua, they're not bad. They might be good. The Patriots in that game had players they were, they in position bad. to make plays, and they didn't make them. Correct. 
So it wasn't that they weren't good. It was that they were not fundamentally sound. They have become far more fundamentally sound. In the Ravens then. game. They got shredded by Lamar. Exactly. And there were several times in that Ravens game where the Mac had gone down the field. They had those back-to-back scores yeah. to end the Aguilar first half. Aguilar got stripped. Aguilar gets stripped, but even they get the touchdown, and then Lamar Jackson just right down, down the, the field, field. Yeah, without right. even any pressure whatsoever. Let's go to Sorgia in Mansfield. Hi, Sorgia. What's going on, boys? How are we? I just feel like this game has like a trap game written all over it, and let me tell you why. So I think this Bears passing defense is a little bit underrated. Um, the only pass are only favored by like seven and a half, eight points. So even Vegas thinks it's going to be close. Um, but I think the biggest reason that we got to look at it is, is that if you go back to that Thursday night game against the Commanders and Bears, you know, the quarterback for the Bears literally had the ball in the end zone. Fields had the, you know, drive in the end zone, and they couldn't convert on fourth and goal. They would have won the game. So I think Fields is going to be extra motivated for this game. Whether or not he does anything, we'll have to watch and see. And, you know, you guys brought up a point earlier I wanted to ask you was, um, whether Mac comes back with, let's say, this Monday or a week from now, how big is the leash going to be? Because I feel like, you know, knowing that Zap, what you have with Zappy, if Mac does struggle, let's say, in a game for a half, does Bailey go back in in the second half? Wait, I think so. I think Bill would pull the trigger at any moment. Curtis just seems to just disagree on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't see in-game, unless it's the only example I can give where I can envision Bill removing Mac from a game without an injury reason is if Mac goes Johnny Moxon on him, on him and tries to like call his own plays in Varsity Blues and, and doesn't do what he's being told to do. Like if he has some sort of a, a mutiny on the field and doesn't do the play that Patricia's calling, Outside of that and outside of four interceptions where the team has open players and he's making bad decisions, like if it's clear as day that it's not going well, maybe. But there is no way I could envision a, situ- a situation where after a mistake or two, Bill pulls him from, a- from the game. Maybe the next week, but not from the game. Yeah, and I do have one more question for you guys if you have time. Mm-hmm. We All we have is time. All right, so... You know, obviously, with this uh, quarterback controversy going on, one of the craziest things about the season is, is that the Patriots have been uh, one of the most penalized teams, you know, in this season, right? And yep. I think last week they almost had it eight in the first half penalties. Yeah, you see, you see, like you make a great defensive stop on third down, and then it'll be a holding or whatever it is. So I just wonder, is that like a? I wanted to ask Wiggy this uh, this week, but I didn't have time. Is that more of a player issue, or is there anything on the coaching side that can be said, or is that just something that the players have to be more, uh, you know, cognizant of? All right, thanks, Georgia. I mean, I I don't know. I can't get over the Bears as a trap game. It's tough to convince myself of that. Yeah, I mean, I, although I've been non-committal, I do. I guess fear Justin Fields' legs, but they are so bad. They beat the Niners Week One. How did that happen? Do you want to hear the craziest morning of this week? If Justin Fields just has a career game Monday night, Wiggy will be, he won't even sleep. He'll oh, just that's come the right ra- in. that was the rain game. Remember Fields went like sliding belly first? Yeah, that was in, uh, that was the children, Soldier Field. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a 20 to 18, something like that. Yeah, the, I don't even know half the, I'm looking at their roster. I mean, Nikhil Harry is the only guy that I know. So Ronald Mooney was good last year, like 1,100 yards or something. He's their top receiver, right? Fifth yes. round pick. So I know you don't want to do this because of cap reasons. I'm not bringing this up for cap reasons. I just want you to understand just how poorly the Chicago Bears are run. 
Chicago is what? The third biggest market in America. The Bears are the number one team in Chicago. You would agree with that mm-hmm. ever since you know Jordan left. Legacy team. Legacy team. The total payroll for the Chicago Bears this season, cash spent on the Bears this season, $139 million. That is thirty no fifty million dollars less than the second lowest team in the NFL. I mean, how is that how is there not a floor for cash spending in the NFL? There is a floor. Listening to oh, the afternoon yesterday, they said Riley Reef was their highest paid offensive player. He makes three million dollars and hasn't played yet this year. Yeah, so wow. that their their offense, their cash spent on their offense this season, Spotrack does the uh, dividing for me. $46 million. To put that into perspective, the Patriots, who we think are not exactly, you know, the, the highest spending team on offense, especially with a guy with a rookie deal, $96 million. The Patriots have $50 more million invested this season in their offense and the Bears. This is like the you devil raft. God. Second highest paid offensive player, Nikhil Harry. <laughs> that is unbelievable. By the way, the, uh, did you see the Jacoby Myers uh, sit-down he had, the long chat he had with Kyle Van Noy? And he was talking about Nikhil and, you know, talking, say they have a good relationship, all that. But he credits Cam Newton with saving his career. Very interesting. If you missed that, check it out. He's, Kyle Van Noy and Jacoby Myers sat down? Yeah, they had this long talk. Uh, Is it on a podcast? It was or? a podcast, I guess, on Van Noy's Elite Eats series. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a great show. It's on YouTube. I don't know if that's probably a podcast as well. But he talks about, uh, here's the quote, Not too many people know this, but Cam really saved my career. Jacoby Myers talking. When Cam first got there, my second year in the league, it was still at a point when the season started. I wasn't playing. They would take me to games. They would sit me, so I wouldn't even sit on the sideline. I'd be up in the box, a healthy scratch. And Cam base talks about how Cam came over to him and said, you're good, talked him up. Uh, you're a good player. You're going to get in there. He lifted his spirits, and he hung in there. He would take him around everywhere he went in training camp. Doughboy. Remember you called him Doughboy? That's right. So we Cam did something that. good. Cam was great on the morning show. I mean, he was excellent in his yep. interview. I don't have anything against him. He just isn't very good. Well, Jacoby's good. Yeah. He's becoming really good. I thought, I thought you were him. saying that Kyle Van Noy credits Cam. I was no, like, no, what? sorry. So Jacoby Myers yes. credits Cam Newton with saving his Got career. It. Matt in um, Rhode Island. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. Um, so did you hear the audio with Nikhil Harry? Um, I, uh, no, I about the About the deflated footballs? That wasn't Nikhil oh, no, Harry. That, that was Justin Jones. Was, yep. That was Nikhil Harry. It was, was not. It? Nope. Justin Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, that kind of. Well, anyway, I'll go from there. But um, yeah, all that that bulletin board material. It's it's weird with this game being only seven and a half. The Patriots are favored by because I'm trying to figure that out. Um, but anyway, you just gave them a bunch of bulletin board material so they can go out and hopefully blow them out. And just quickly on Ben Vol, and I don't want to get too much into this, but. Remember, uh, Curtis, when he was on your show a while back and you guys used to have your little things and it was pretty entertaining. He said he was going to fly down to Tampa Bay and ask, ask Tom Brady at the press conference if he, if he was vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. <he did>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, and he flew all the way down there and he asked him how it felt to be a 45 year old quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> oh, I, I don't mind dragging Ben Bowen for as long as humanly possible because honestly, I think he's a trash reporter with bad takes. And, um, you know, maybe him and the guy that did the audio, uh, the the interview with that Chicago Bears player should be um, hired with no ball sack sports. All right, thanks, guys. Well, the, the interview, you got the Bears guy. You can't blame him. He got good material there, Justin Jones, whatever oh, his man. name is. I remember that. We were so excited because he was down there. There was the start of the season, right? And he was mm-hmm. going to, oh, man. I, Poor Ben, but you know what? Uh, I can't defend him. That is indefensible. <laughs> 
Well, it is defensible. You defended him earlier and said he shouldn't lose his job. Well, yeah, there is, I'm, I'm there not... is, there's this, you know, it's it's a what to what line of a mistake. I mean, it was not printed the way the Borges thing was printed, so no, it's different it, from that. It just forces you to question. I mean, if you're yeah, going to go with it that, does. I, I mean, mean, I can't believe he would do that. But like, God, you I, drive people to the how is that insane my fault? levels? Well, you, it's obviously you triggered him or something. I mean, I, well, that's wasn't that what a good host does? Is they get somebody to <laughs> well, okay, off their well, game? then you triggered him, you got him off his game. But I mean, I. How could you? Why would you use that source as any kind of intel anywhere? Every day, people send these things, and it's like, in no, at no time would I ever remember on the old show. Like you'd get texts, and they'd be like, "So and so is here." You know, Larry Fitzgerald at Logan Airport. It's like you don't just go with it. You hey, call Twitter world, yours truly. God, how could you do that? Oh boy. All right, Bradfoe at noon. He, he wrote today. He tweeted. He's so it's good. He's back. Back in the uh, Ben Volan is back uh, doing his thing. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Bradford at noon. He will like. Uh, he's got some exclusive audio, right, Nick? He has sent in from the All Star game where he talked to Schwarber, who hit another Schwarber bomb yesterday about why the Red Sox let him go. Obviously, a lot of football to be discussed here, and from one to three, Fitzy and Hart will continue that as the Monday Night Football. The Patriots are have, they were win away here from Curtis, being four and three. With the Jets next week, not an easy game anymore, but still, you got to feel good about Jets. Two of the next three games after this. Maybe seven and three in your future, maybe. You can't if you got to win one of the next two. It's got to be the Jets. You don't want to lose a conference yeah, game. Conference game, division game. Is that we get it? Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching thirty seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in thirty seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. When I say the name Bill Belichick, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Deflated balls. Right? Yeah. See, why doesn't he get flagged? Why do, why do people not talk about that? Everyone's like, great. Dude cheated. I, I heard it's still going on, so I'm going to check things when we go. That's for real? I, I'm so serious. I heard it's still going on, so we're going to see. I love that you're checking it. I'm for sure checking I'm see, for sure like, checking it. We, we play this game. We play this game with honesty, man. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, so, I, I so appreciate that you're saying this, because like, I feel like I'm the only guy up that's like, hey, we're trying to compete on an equal level here. You're taping practice. You're deflating balls. That ain't cool. That ain't, that ain't right. cool. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm going to check them, though. That's about the only Chicago-based uh, Bears reporting element. Nobody has like talked about the Bears all week, pretty much, except for this guy, Mark Carmen from CHGO Sports. Ken Carmen, isn't it? That guy? I thought he was a Cleveland guy. No, no, it's, the guy's name is Mark Carmen. Oh, different Carmen. I think he works for WGN Radio. I don't know. But anyway, he, he was the one going back and forth with Justin Jones, Bears D lineman. But that the whole thing is stupid. It has nothing to do with Bill Belichick. The flake game was Tom Brady. He's not even on the team. Like, Did you ever blame Belichick at all, for, or did anybody during the flake game for no. that? I mean, because he, he threw Be- Brady under the bus. That's the one I would never say that. You did. Uh, you did. Uh, no, I. it's just... You know what? It is interesting. I was thinking about this watching the Astros beat the Yankees the other day. That you have these two.
franchises who have been incredibly dominant, not nearly the same in terms of titles. Obviously, the Astros have only won one. But they were, you know, each the uh, the American League AFC dominant teams, both were in different cheating scandals, and yet they've been almost better after than they were during, which mm-hmm. leads to all these questions. Is like, okay, does that... Because I thought diehard Pats fan, 07, like, that victory tour, you know, that revenge tour proved that... That Spygate didn't matter? Spygate didn't matter. You know, Tomasi, you're an idiot, whatever. Blah, we win, you well, lose. Kraft, you're a schmuck, all that, right. you know, coming out of that. So, like, it's just... I don't know what my point is, because I was just... It's, it's, <laughs> but it's in general, like, it's interesting that you have these teams... <laughs> Say that clip. <laughs> but I don't know whether it's good or bad for the team, is my point. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's, like, that that exonerates the player or the team because they cheated and it didn't matter, or are they even more foolish... For having done something that questioned the validity of the team's success when they didn't need it. Well, no, it is very important that both franchises, in this case, you're saying the Astros and the Patriots, continued their dominance. If they didn't, everybody outside of this region would be saying it was all built on nothing. In a way, nobody though, says that anymore. But I guess my question is: Is there something about the need to defend your legacy that pulls out the best? That the teams are almost overachieving in a desire to sal- salvage their name and reputation. That is it, you know what I mean? The, 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 it drove you to further success? Exactly. Like, is it this, this, are we so, you know, vain? Are we so in, in interested in our own personal, you know, reputations for the, for the rest of time that when our backs are against the wall and we're being questioned that we're winning? Wait till Volan wins a Pulitzer next year. <laughs> Good one. Or Marconi, I don't know. I don't know. Depends I, what venue he's going to take I off. I got a text from a guy who runs the Marconis. He said Volan's a shoo But how about Altuve? He is 0 for 23 in the postseason. 0 for 23. And that's the guy who was allegedly wired up. Right. So He was wired up. Does anybody doubt that? No, of course not. I mean, why else would you ask people not to put Gatorade on your jersey? <laughs> of course. Of course he was. But why is that not accepted? I don't uh, understand. If Bill Belichick was about to get doused with Gatorade and whatever he was using to cheat was was preventing him from getting Gatorade, it would be the number one meme in sports. Now, do you think Belichick will use the Justin Jones sound quotes as no. bulletin board material or not even address no. it? Nobody on this team was even, I mean, how McCordy was here for Deflategate. How many other players? Matthew Slater. I can't think of anybody else. The linemen, none of those guys were still, David Andrews was, gone, was not here. Wow, is that true? Was Marcus Cannon? Was it like his rookie year or something? Maybe Marcus Cannon, but is he even active? Maybe he'll be active. You're right. So Marcus Cannon, three out of the 50, whatever. <laughs> so it's just, so it's just not even. Like on the defensive side of the ball, the linebackers. I mean, Gerard Mayo, a coach, was there. Mm-hmm. You know, Troy Brown was around there for Spygate. But none of those guys in general would have been. Yeah, you're right. Quite the turnover. I mean, Courtney famously told us the third longest tenured player is Joe Cardona. Yeah, Car- yeah Cannon was a 2011 draft pick. So he was here for sure. All right, 617-779-792. But, but I thought that was so misplayed nationally. It was like bulletin board. Well, in reality, mm-hmm. it was not really. It was just a shot at Brady that was indirectly given to the Patriots. It just makes Justin Jones look silly. Well, he's in, well that's – I mean, who's the coach? Eberflus? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, Who? What, what has happened? <laughs> Thank you, Greg. What has happened to this once proud organization? Like, I went out there in 2018 for the uh, Patriots-Bears game. What an awesome spot. Soldier mm-hmm. Field, you're right on Lake Michigan. It's this, like, in the city stops for the Bears. It was such a cool scene. Great people, all invested in the organization. And they get this crap? They did make the playoffs a couple years ago. Nagy was coach of the year, I think. Trubisky, he was 12-4. and four. That's right. Coach of the decade, 12 wins with Trubisky? Holy crap. 
Yeah, the it was a double doink year. Oh, that's right. They lost to the Eagles. They were doink away from a playoff win. They were doink away from the Patriots winning the Super Bowl because the Eagles would have lost. Wow, well, they would have won the Super Bowl if the coach played his player in the second. But then half. since then, eight and eight, eight and eight, six and eleven. Nagy out, Eberflus in. Before that, they hadn't made the playoffs since uh, twenty ten. So you have one of the team's preeminent, you know, legacy franchises being owned by this hundred year old woman in the McCaskey family. And you have the other one, one of the other ones, the Commanders, being owned by this guy that they can't get rid of. It is an interesting state of affairs, but hey, the NFL keeps winning, p- printing cash. Hey, Bruins have a matinee today, 1 o'clock. We'll give you a little, couple Bruins notes oh, good. from our Scotty McLaughlin. I actually I got a, uh, just got breaking news, Olmark in net tonight. Olmark in and today, sorry. Craig Smith in, Lauko in, Stanika out, Greer out. On Greer sitting, Monty says, hard to be effective in that kind of role every night. He wanted some fresh legs. Ooh, I don't know. Is so this building be... up the depth. What, what about uh, you saw Marshan at Starbucks? How's he looking? He looked good. I did see Marshan at Starbucks. He's walking totally perfectly, no limp whatsoever. He was at practice the other day. He was centering the first line. Oh, there you go. How's his nose? Is he close? Have they talked about when he's coming back? No. Same timeline. Better depth. Smith and Lauko for the Bruins or Vonley and Hauser for the uh, oh, Celtics? I am all in on Hauser and Vonley. I love Noah. Looked good last night. Number four. How is number four not retired for the Celtics? Seems like the, one of the like two or three single-digit numbers left. Isaiah wasn't here long enough. That's true. All right, Brad Phone Is number next. four available for the Bruins? Oh, yes. It is. Okay, good. Yeah, Warren Daly. Uh, Brad Phone next. Brad Phone will be joining us for some, with some intel on – we got a little baseball talk here because uh, – Hot stove. Phillies, Schwarbs, Dombrowski running wild, making uh, the Red Sox look worse and worse every with every win, wouldn't you say? Is that the worst – management firing in the last 20 years in Boston sports. Just having Dombrowski, you, you're talking about a guy that built the best team in the history of the Red Sox in 2018. He's gone after one bad year. Yeah, Back he did in the sign playoff. sale, which you call the worst signing of all time. No, the, the, the guy is, is a bike away from winning the Tour de France. <laughs> That's a good one-liner. All right, Brad Phoenix. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 